I'm your host, Jay Wald, and this is another episode of a podcast called Deeper Dive. And it's brought to you by Plantation SCA Church. And this is season not three, not five, four, <laughs> episode two. I just thought I would say that, Don. You know, it just sounded, <laughs> it just sounded nice. <laughs> oh, by the way, that's just my co-host, Don. She's a, she's a, hello, uh, hello. Of, she is. Yeah. You are. How You're the best co-host ever. Thank you, you have so to take much, that title. Joe. Thank you so much. And you're the best host ever. Ever, 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 ever. Extraordinaire. Times two? Times two. Maybe okay, ten. Thank you. Maybe ten. Maybe ten. <laughs> Maybe not even two. Let's do ten. Let's just make it a round low. number. Like it's a little yeah. low, right? A little low. Okay. Well, okay. We got the judge in the corner over there. I tell you, right? <laughs> That's good. We want to thank all our podcast listeners for taking the time out. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever social media platform you may be using. Or any sermon related questions you may have, questions, concerns, or even comments, please contact us via WhatsApp 954 And guess what? We back again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know it's like a it's like a back-to-back situation going oh, on. Oh, it, that's why that's why what I said in the last that's podcast. Why, right? The hardest working. <laughs> Pastor in the Brown County area. Uh, yeah, you can lose some colleagues now. <laughs> no, <laughs> no we, we, we just want to say what's actually true. Welcome, PJ, or should I say, Pastor Jennifer Hernandez. Mm-hmm. Hello, hello, nice to be here. Awesome, thank you, awesome. thank you. It's always awesome. a pleasure to have you here, as always. And we want to thank you for doing, like Don said, a back-to-back. Back-to-back. Um, we want to put our key, Noah Rose, in prayer. I yeah. texted him the other day. He said he's getting better. Awesome. So good very good. Very good. That's a good thing. And as we always do, Don, it's your turn. It's my turn. That's not a problem. Let's have a word of prayer. <laughs> Loving Father, we thank you so much for your grace, your mercy, your kindness. We thank you for the way that you are always concerned about our well-being. And we ask now, God, that as we open your word and dive deeper into this sermon, that you'll bring to our mind and our hearts the things that you want us to learn some more and to help us just to be closer to you is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, I'm going I'm to do a row reversal. Mm-hmm. I usually ask this question. Exactly. Say, yeah, because, you know, <laughs> okay, now, you last sermon you did, above all, let there be praise. Yep. That was mm-hmm. And this one now is, it's time to live. Mm-hmm. How do we come about that title? How do we come about that title? You always ask me this question. How, how, how did I come here? Mm-hmm. Either one of you, every single time. How did I come about this? Um, well, reason why I came to this is I was thinking about how our church is now, um, well, it's not at pre-pandemic levels, but it is it's slowly getting there. You know, our second service is coming up to the 300 um, mark. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that there are still others out there who are, who are still afraid, you know, to come back and, and we may never get the same, the, the same people that used to be there. But, but I also, I also think about, um, We've spent the last two and a half, three years living in fear. Mm. 
Mm. <laughs> you know, living in fear. And and but it, but it's very we can explain that because we've seen we've seen everything that that has resulted and what covid has done. And I think about it and I, I was especially thinking only because I was thinking about my mom too, you know, she reminded me, don't forget to call me on this day, you know, because that's, that's remember me when, when uh, on that specific day, because that's when dad passed, you know, I'm thinking, and I've been talking the last two years, so many things has happened to me, mm-hmm. bad things, you know, and, and my sermons have, have, have told everyone about that. And I began to think, you know what, it's time, although I can reflect on that, it's time to start for for us all to start thinking about, all right, the last two years have been horrible, but are we always going to be dwelling on that? Exactly. Um, Are are, are we are and there's many lessons that come out of there. But what what else? You know, what more now is there to look forward to? Because who knows what's going to we've survived COVID and we know that God tests us out. Right. There might be something. There might be something bigger, God yeah. forbid, down the line, mm-hmm. right? But now we've learned how to survive um, this particular thing. So what now? Because we know now how to survive, et cetera, what are we going to do with it? Are we still going to just be languishing um, mm. in the things that have happened in the last two years? Or are we just going to say, we know that's happened, but you know what? We're done agonizing yeah. and being and, and being fearful. Now let's just let's just live. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So Pastor Jen, as you started your sermon, you started talking about Moses and his journey. Mm-hmm. Everything that happened with him. And then you use the analogy, but I'm gonna to go to Moses first before I go to your analogy of yourself. Mm-hmm. Why would you choose jo- Moses' story? to marry that with the analogy of your story. <laughs> Man, she's going to pop out these deep questions in like the first five minutes. Okay. All right. All Way right. to go, Don. Way to go. <laughs> well, because I, I think about, I think about Moses, right? He lives such, even the first part of his life, that was, you know, that that's akin to, um, action and 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 fear, you know, mm-hmm. mom putting him down the river. What's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, he lands in a cush life. Yep, mm-hmm. he, la- he he lands in a cush life. He he's raised as a as a prince with access to his family. Yeah. He has all he has all this, and and I'm I'm only looking at it. Of course, I know the biblical version, right? I'm looking at it through the the lens of the dreamer, the the. The animated cartoon yeah. version, Prince of Egypt, yeah, yeah. Prince of Egypt, mm-hmm. but yeah, the Prince of Egypt, yeah, Prince of Egypt, yeah. and they really, I mean, they really glorified. They did, you know how how he started off. He started off. Wow, I can't even speak. He started off in life, yeah. And so I'm thinking about that, and just being he he has his foot in both worlds, but for that first part, he really had his foot in in kingdom royalty life. Of course, yeah. And he only knows that. And so the reason why I chose that is how do you go from knowing the knowing how you're raised, knowing your Christian roots, now having the privilege of living a double, not a double life, but another life, and seeing the injustice, reacting to the injustice, murdering 
knowing that you're wrong to do so, period, for doing that. And he's running. But now God's calling him to, I want you to go back to that same people. Yeah. That same people whom you, well, technically, so if he's the prince of Egypt, even though it is under his quotes unquote father's reign at that time, if he's that, he's technically allowing his people to be mistreated. Exactly. exactly. He can't yeah. step he can't step in and do anything, right? Yeah, he's yeah, the royal yeah. family. Right, right, right. That was his way of dealing uh, of of um dealing with the injustice. So now he had God's calling him to this huge mission and now he has to one not only face the the, the crime that, that he did but face the family that raised him. Mhm. Mm and those ideals too that were you know he had his his mother's ideals his his father's ideals real mother father you know um knowing god etc and 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 now he has the ideals of the royal family and now he has to pick and he has to go against he has to go against the ones that brought him up into this beautiful life and yeah. face that so that that that's why i <laughs> that's why I picked it because um, that's a pass that would be hard for anyone to go no knowing that you have to go against the Pharaoh now knowing that you have to go against all the ideals that uh, you had been brought up with in order to do the, the true thing that is good you know free the oppressed mm -hmm. free your true people free your um true people so I, I picked him and and i segued that into me because i knew the ideals that i was brought up in mm -hmm. you know i knew what i should and should not have been doing hmm. and i did not believe at, or maybe i was just too naive but i thought because of our, you know, because of our present circumstances and Armando, you know, is not supposed to have kids. I thought I was okay. You know, I, I could live, I, I could straddle both worlds. Wow. Moses had to straddle both worlds. I thought I could straddle both worlds. And, and now before now, now God's been calling me, I have to go face the reality it's different. The reality of what I did at that point in my life, yes, you're facing church. Um, uh, it's not. I always think excommunication. It's not that you're you're, you're facing censorship. Church, um, censorship. Pounce, uh, yeah, censorship and all that. But and mm -hmm. and that's different at that point because you're you're looking at your peers, you're looking at those who grew you, mm -hmm. you're looking at you <laughs> where your family stands mm -hmm. and all this. That's a that was a whole different ballgame as to now year few years later having been a parent and have to experience things way too early. Now I have to face them and go talk to the very people the very kids now teenagers that I said, don't do this. Now I have to face them. Oh, wow. Mm. And mm. say, this is why you're not supposed to do this. Mm. Wow. So how do you do Come that on. nowadays in, in like, I mean, you have kids of your own. Mm -hmm. You have to battle with the questions. I'm sure you get questions. I know you get questions. 
How do you talk to the youth? Let's say the youth of your church, who now know, everybody knows your story, if they've been mm -hmm. there long enough, and say, well, and, and you know now that they still have the straddling situation going on, one foot in the world, one foot out of the world, one foot in the church, rather. How do you talk to them and tell them and counsel them, don't do this because? Because they can say, well, Pastor Jen did it and she got out okay, so let me try it and I'll be fine. Well, first of all, I always say I am not judging you. Mm -hmm. Or, 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 or where you're coming from, because, because a lot of times that's where these, this generation comes from now. Oh, you're judging me. Just by you talking to me yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. you're judging mm -hmm. me. Right, right, right. You know, even when they ask the opinion, mm -hmm. right? So I'll say, you know, I'm not judging you. I am, you're, you're asking me my opinion on the way that you're living your life. And I am telling you, based on what I have been through, don't do it because A, B, C, and D, this is what happens. And then that question inevitably comes along. Well, God forgave you and you made it through. And I say, you know what? But every story is not exactly like mine. Exactly. You mm -hmm. may not, you may not have people as forgiving. You may not have people as, as um, willing to help you through the process. Mm -hmm. You, you, you will, you, you may have people who are just going to, shut you down all the way and your own determination will falter because of the world around you. Yeah. And so, you know, apart from the fact that, you know, morally the things that you're doing are wrong, you don't want to tread this path because why do you want to relive or, or, or why do you want to go through all this pain? Well, they just say, well, Pastor Jen, I just want to try it. I've been living in this bubble for so long. Yeah. And this bubble is like, oh, I don't want to be in the bubble anymore. I want to experience real life. And so I don't see why I can't experience real life. I, I can, I can, I can, I can understand that one. That's like that safety net. Right. That your right. parents have had for you for years. All I understand the time. exactly what Don is saying. Yeah. My answer to that, because my, 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 my sons have used different things, not, not, not the pregnancy. I mean, they've had that pregnancy lecture. All Many times, so yeah. they already know. They know that, you know, the question is, um, mom, what if when I get to college, you know, um, I start socially drinking? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or, 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 or what about, um, hey, maybe, maybe I want to go out and, and, and try a really good pork steak. And and I said, you know, I have no control over what you do. I can only ask that you remember how we've raised you. And it's not it's not because, you know, it's a do's and don'ts, but it's your health. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to get addicted to drugs? Do you want to get a addicted to drinking you say it's one thing one time but that one time that one hit you know you get a good taste of it and you're going to go back and so for those so pause here for those young adults who i have talked to about the whole abstaining from marriage sex thing and well you you know pastor jen you made you you made it through that i said right but once you once you taste 
sex, it's not something that you can just mm -hmm. close the door on, mm -hmm. especially yeah. if it's a good experience, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. you're going to find your excuse to, to continue doing it. And then there's going to come that oops. And then what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so, and I go, do you, do you want to go through what I did? Wondering, should I have an abortion? Should I not? And going as far as the clinic and getting checked out. And then finally being convinced by God not to, do you want to experience all this? This is just stuff that you don't want to dabble in. That's true. Right, right, right. That's true. That's true. That's true. You were going over the four points uh, in your sermon. You want to go over those right quick? Those four you mentioned? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the first one. Um, learn from your learn from your prep your past. Mm -hmm. And don't live and in go it. face it and don't live in and don't live yeah. in it. Right. Right? Don't live in it. The second one, make most of the present. Third, um, forgive. It's time yeah. to start forgiving. And the fourth. God first in everything. Mm -hmm. Right. You mentioned all four. I said, which one of the time that you were going through your seasons of childbearing and uh, ministering that seemed to be more relevant to you at those times and, you know, doing your season. So, so you're saying which, which of these four has been the, the most. most relevant? Yeah. God first. Yeah. Okay. Okay. God first in everything. So which one has been the most challenging? Yeah. Hardest to deal with. Is that the forgiveness one? Don, 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 don. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. You gotta love The most challenging forgiving. Mm. I think that would be for everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why? Why? Uh, oh, uh. Because you're a pastor, you're supposed to forgive. Yeah, exactly. You preach They're and you right tell everybody, yeah. you tell everybody to forgive one another. So why is it so hard for you? Mm. It's hard for me because it's it's a constant, right? So if 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 I go home, if if I go home to Hawaii, we all have our family issues back in our original, um, yeah. our original homes, right? old issues come up that affect the current issues mm -hmm. old arguments come up and you think and you you truly believe that you have already put to bed those arguments but but when you're reminded mm -hmm. yeah and then you feel the sting all over again yeah. and and the, and and you know the, the the fights or whatever begin you're just like i thought we were done with this and so yeah. you have to remember at that point, okay, again, God, <laughs> I have to forget. I have to forgive. And, and, and there, there are things that my mom tells me like, well, when it comes to, when it comes to certain family arguments or certain family members, remember, you know, and I say stuff like, I, I wish I could do, but a, but a, but a, but a, but a, but a, but and she's like, go do it. Go do it. And I'm I'm there. I'm like, I can't. I can't. Cause you that goes against everything I am preaching about. Yeah. It go it, it goes against it. And the, you know, there are times when you're you're in an argument and you just have like 
you know that you have fuel to hit back. And in that argument, yeah. you got nothing. You got nothing, right? After the argument's done, then you're like, oh, I could I have said one, two, three, four, five. And, and I'm like, Jesus, give me one more opportunity. Let that person call back. So yeah. I can, so, you know, so I can, you know, I'm in the right. I know I have the right to say this stuff. <laughs> he never does it. Never. Yeah, in all so. these years that I, man, I, I always say one day, one day there's going to come a point where, where, where something's going to happen and, 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 and we're going to have that talk or I'm going to be able to say it. And there have been some times when it's happened and the person comes at me in love and I just can't like, I'm just like, Oh, whatever. It's done. Okay. It's not, it's not, there's no point. There's no point. And so, so that's family for present day. You know, there, there, there are things that, you know, in the church Mm -hmm. (laughs) as leaders, Oh, people help Maybe only five people will be listening to this podcast. Whatever, you know. <laughs> but 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 you know, as a leader, you just got to be able to take all the crud that is thrown at you in the hopes that it will that that it will kill you. You know, people say stuff and do stuff, and or you hear stuff that of of opinions about you or whatever it means, or, or, or people come right to your face and say, pastor, you know, I didn't agree with this, 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 and this, and you are this, 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 and this, and I have to, in love, take it, and just remember, I, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm serious, you guys are, I just see the smile on your faces, but it's like, I love you, so I'm thinking it, oh, this hurts, ouch jennifer just don't say anything because once it comes out yeah i can never i can't take that back i I can't no matter how truthful my thought may be or whatever you know and i always have to temper how am i responding to you so if it's a sabbath and someone is telling me off (laughs) i am so sorry (laughs) that you feel that way Yes. Would you like to pray? Oh, no, you don't feel like praying. All right. Well, you know, I'll work on that. Hmm. And maybe you and I can meet and and we can work this out. Oh, you don't want to meet with me? Well, I'm sorry, but when you feel um, ready to meet with me. Hmm. Oh, you don't ever want to meet with me about it? Okay. (laughs) All right. We'll keep Mm -hmm. you in prayer. We'll keep you in prayer. You know, I'll keep you in prayer. And so it... It's hard because it's something that you go through. It's a cycle, right? You think, I'm yes. good, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. And then it's something happens. Yeah. It's got to be. <laughs> yeah. I bet you, I, I can imagine you probably have, you, I bet you have those moments where you just, because you know, we know that you, you're human and you cry because I'm sure you mm. cry rain your buckets yeah. and everything. But the thing about it is how do you just accept all that in because you want to sit there and say, you so-and-so-and-so and, you know, well, I, I, that, that's how it matters. It's, it's like it's like you were saying with Moses. Right now, it's like you're living in a circular, circular life, and then you have your uh, pastoral life. Mm. Exactly. And at the same time, you're sitting there going like, wait a minute, how, how, how did I straddle this line? <laughs> you know, I admire you for that. Just what you were saying, I admire you because I can imagine. 
what's being said or what's being said about and how you are to say, wow, I really got to get on my knees for this one. Mm-hmm. And, and listen, so even more so, so if you, if I were to show my emotion, mm-hmm. if I were to cry or, 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 or sob out in front of like a couple of times I've done that, but, but if I were to just sob, 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 then comes the notion, then, then you always remember. Ah, so this is why women shouldn't be in ministry Ministry. because they get too emotional. Boom. That's right. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) You know? So then I, I, so so then, Mm -hmm. and I know, I know that there are a lot of male pastors who feel maybe they don't cry, but, but this is why we, we call each other or, or, or they'll, they'll just quit, Mm. you know, because they don't have that, that release. Mm. or they can't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah it, it, it's just I've, I've become a lot better now to just imbibe and now I have to tell myself you know what this is not my this is not my problem mm-hmm. okay they so and so has an issue with this but I've done all I can to resolve and if they choose not to resolve and harbor resentment then I can't no I can't take it to bed with me. No, you can't. You know, I just leave it. You have to leave it. You have right to. There. You have to leave it. Thank so, goodness you got the 10 day prayer because leave it at the altar. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Leave it at the exactly. altar. It's time to live. Your four points. How do we um, in the church take on those four points and really say, okay, how do I really live for Christ using these? four points right now what has um oh okay i can i, I the only way i can do it is i is i can use me right mm-hmm. um learning from my past yes uh i have lost <laughs> so I'm, I'm hearing myself telling you guys this and i just realized how many times in practically every, possibly almost every sermon ever since, you know, people started dying on me that I've almost referenced, you know, every single time a loss. Um, so, so now I have to focus. Okay, you know what? The church knows already. Everybody knows that you lost your sister, you lost your dad, and all these things happened to you. Pastor Jen, it's time to, to, to start living and while those have happened to you now, and, and, and rightly so, you have stories and that will back up your sermons um, because of this now. It's time to, although you acknowledge that now, it's time to, to s- stop living there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, what are you doing what are you doing now? You know, how can you look at your dad and your sister? What kind of legacy did they leave you that now you can push forward and say, hey, because of this, this is what I'm doing now. Mm. Yeah. You know, um, making the most of the present. What are you doing? What are you doing right now? Are, are the things holding you back? Are what people have said holding you back? Um, what is holding your back? What is holding you back from living your life today? From what is holding you back from looking at today and saying, "Today is going to be a good day." Hmm. Today I'm gonna. Uh, today I'm gonna live in the will of the Lord, 
whatever happens, I'm dedicating it to him. And yeah. and who can we bless today? Uh, quick example. Armando was supposed to, we, Armando had a VA appointment this morning. Just getting to Miami, I, I don't know what happened on the roads, but we were on the road for like an hour and 45 minutes just get just getting to the VA hospital. Wow. Hey, you be like that. Yeah, yeah, late late for the appointment. Um but, you know, it was a it was a good appointment, you know, they still took us in and and you know, lectured him about his diabetes, et cetera. And he had a question. He goes, "What about the question was, what about the GI uh, he really needs to see a GI doctor?" Hmm. About all all his um, lymphocytic colitis and all that. And, and they said, oh, you know, let's, we can give you a, we can give you an appointment today, you know, and that, that doesn't happen. Right. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. Let's, let, let's take it today. We have to wait there for a few hours and we get, but we get back to the appointment and the guys say, oh, what? There's no appointment today. Oh, right. You know, it's like two o'clock this afternoon. Like, what do you mean? We were just here and oh yeah we see that it was made but it was canceled oh, did you boy. cancel it no we didn't cancel it and mm -hmm. and you know they sent us to a whole nother floor you know wow. and you know by this point armando's you can i can just feel he's 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 mad right he's yeah like, oh, yeah no so don't back down honey when you could when you get up to that window you know we're dealing with the military don't back down tell them you had this appointment etc cetera, etc cetera. so he did just that you know the the woman in the gi clinic was like i see this but who, who gave you this appointment and well we don't know but the person downstairs you know they they know that we don't do walk-ins they know and she's just going off on us so he stood there. He goes, ma'am, I have an appointment at this time. Ma'am, check again, please. I have. So his voice gets more stern. Mm. And I'm like, gotcha. And then they're looking at the things and they're like, hmm, just hold on there for a moment. Everybody in this waiting room is listening to us going on. So I'm praying. I'm like, Lord, you know, he needs this appointment. And he, um, he waits for like five minutes we're called and Armando Hernandez and I look and he goes, I'm the doctor that he needs to see. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, the doctors never come, come out. Call the patients. No. Right. Yeah. For the patients. Right. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm like, Oh, hold on. Okay. So, so Armando comes, we talk to, he literally has this little conference session for us in the corridor. He goes, all right, so we have this procedure done for you in March. Let's, and, you know, he goes, wait. So I tell him my concerns because Armando's like, what other concerns do you have? So I, like, lay it on the doctor. Well, this has been happening. This has been happening. This has been happening. I'm worried he's losing weight. He's like, hold on. Let's see now. If, if that's supposed to be in March, let's see what we can do to move you closer, maybe in February. He mm -hmm. goes, he, so the doctor feels like it opens up another clinic. And he's like, hey, can we do this for him? And they're like, no, not really, but let's see somebody else. And they go to this other other person, and he's like, yeah, we're really not supposed to do this, but, you know, for you, we're going to override. Okay. Okay. Military hospitals, <laughs> they don't do They don't this, do that. Right? No, they don't. Nope. Do they don't. Know? And, and so we're like, bad. we're like, what? You know, and, and but, but we're going to call you with a new date. So we're standing, and thank you so much, you know. And this doctor, he was so pure in... You know how doctors rush and like, I got to get to my new thing, but he's like, any more concerns, Mr. Hernandez? And he's, we're telling him and he's clocking in his mind. Well, we'll do this for you. Okay. So we're about to leave. He goes, bye doctor. Thank you so much. Now mm. we're, 
now we're at the elevators. Elevator opens. We're waiting for this nurse to come out with a gurney. And it's taking too long. So we move on to the next elevator. We walk around because we can't get into that one. The doctor comes running back. Armando. Yeah. And we're like, yes. <laughs> and then and then you're like, yes, he goes, in fact, I was thinking about all the symptoms you gave me. And you know what? I don't think it might be that problem. We think we think it's one thing, but it could be something different. So I'm going to I'm going to schedule two a point, um, two surgeries, not surgeries, but, but two procedures. procedures on that day at one yeah. time so we can find out something for you. Amen. Wow. And we're, and we're like, oh, sure. He goes, okay. And he, he left. And I told him I, right there, I said, honey, even if, if we had waited one more second to go into the elevator, that doctor would not have Found been able you. to. I, I go, just look at how the hand of God has moved. Yes. You know, in just this whole day, you know, we feel as if we were put upon because we had to wait and we, you, you almost thought that you wouldn't get it. But here, here it is. We have to come fight for it up here, et cetera. Look how God has moved. And, you know, in these conversations that we're having with people and, you know, they're just talking to us and they're, they're just like, man, you guys are such a, you guys are such a happy couple. And we're just like they are i mean <laughs> i mean to the three different people we were talking to that day today you guys what is it how long y'all been married hmm. 23 years wow we don't see that here thank you for making my day oh wow you know it's just these these what are you doing today are you appreciating the things that are happening for you the little blessings that god is doing some people would even call it a blessing but every single step of today i saw as a blessing yeah right right yeah, yeah, you know yeah. i'm making the most of my situation yeah you know i'm letting god work amen amen and so you know th that that was that make the most make the most of the present forgiving you got to forgive you can't you cannot move on if you always have something at the back of your mind against something or some situation or somebody mm-hmm because unless you take care of it, that's true. You're gonna keep on going back. Whenever you see that person, you're gonna feel that uh. Yep. You know, whenever, whenever uh, the a similar situation comes up, you're gonna feel that uh, and you're gonna realize that until I take care of this, this is not. I, I'm not moving forward. I'm gonna move forward. Yep. 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 It's true. It's true. And, oh. and God first. Um, how we can we do this? Everything we do. God first in every single situation. Yeah. That something. Exactly. In every decision made, God first. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Wow. Talking about favoritism today. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's the order of the day. It is the word of the day. That's good. That is it. The order of the day. Yep. Um, I, I, I had just one last thing. I just wanted to just briefly go over Mondo's situation with his father. Um, that that was that was pretty interesting. It was. I mean, I, I thought I, mean, I already that, said something like that, but I guess I didn't. No, you yeah, didn't. It's, it's, yeah, it's it just, really. I just wanted to you know, wrap up with that one, but you know, that was very unique. I mean, the the the, the story in detail and how your father or his father was, but uh, you can you can tell us. Wh which part? Which part do you want no, to go? No, just the fact that okay, yeah, I know you said you you know he was a product. It's like why they ended up getting married because of him and then the divorce. Um, well, he has two. He has two other siblings, right? Mm-hmm. And then he divorced around what thirteen? He was divorced around. Th yep. Mm-hmm. 
So just mm-hmm. just fast forward to that part about when he was about to go on his deathbed. But you get, it, but the main thing that got me is that he was only a few hours away from you guys. That see that was the worst. So the, the last time we actually had a physical um, conversation with him was when Chance was eight, ten. This was four, four or five years after we had seen him last, and you know. The blame was put on us mm-hmm. because we had moved to England. We hadn't kept in touch, but we're like, you had our addresses, et cetera. We had to literally search him down at the different because um, he used to work at Walmart that's as some kind of supervisor. So we had to literally through all the Walmarts in one specific area or in the whole state of Georgia, we had to call <laughs> and, 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 and find out, is this person working here? This is how we found out because of that this is how we found out he was actually working under another name wow you know and so and, and yeah it, it does just, just he used a different name and so when we finally finally got to that phone call and you know um the supervisor said yeah paul hernandez i'm like paul hernandez okay uh <laughs> it is is working here and but why what what's why are you calling and so we had to explain you know you have to explain like you have to his son we haven't seen him talk to them we moved overseas we're back we're trying to get in touch we would love to see him and he does come reluctantly on the phone like hello why <laughs> how did you find him? how did you, how find, you find me yep. yeah how you find me yeah that's, that's you wild. know and when you say that that's almost like i never Wanted to be found, yeah, by you, yeah, right? Yeah, we yeah. we should have taken that as the first clue, you know. But we're so we we really wanted we really wanted um the the kids to know that side as well, of course, you know, and 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 so you know that was the one um another conversation. And then that we lost connection because he didn't keep it up. Like he changed his number, changed moved moved the working place. And and then another call came through. Oh, so so okay. So to make it even better, the the whole fight had been about whether or not Dad truly paid. Um, what do you call custody? Yeah, custody. Right. That had been. You know, Mom had always says your father never paid anything. Um, mm. Whereas Dad always said, of course I paid something. So when we first saw him, he showed us these receipts, which we thought were legit because they were notarized. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and and so I don't know. I don't know what your mom was saying. So now we're, we're of course, we're like, oh, there's always two sides to every story. Forgive, forgive, forgive. Now, so many years later, because we lost we lost track of him after that Walmart. We found him at that Walmart. So many years later, I think it was 2009 or 2010, 11. Get a call from dad who is screaming at Armando because the government finally caught up. They got through the mire of all the paperwork and everything. Mm-hmm. And they garnished from his wages all the years and years of back pay. Good grief. That should have been paid out. Mm. So now he was very certain that because it was because he had last talked to Armando, maybe a year or two before that, it, that it was Armando who gave the government information about where dad was mm-hmm. so that, that was the final conversation um that said 
it's because of you that I always lose all my everything, my money. But and you know, our, Mondo had no idea. He he didn't know. Um, he didn't know what Dad was talking about. Like, why was he garnished? He didn't un until he got the other story from Mom that, hey, I was right. I finally got some payment back from the government. Do you guys know what just happened? Da 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 da. da. And so now Armando's operating on the fact that Dad hates him. Um, nothing. Th 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 there's no more. It doesn't matter that there's so many other grandkids that he's never seen. Mm -hmm. You know. He just hates him, not, wants nothing to do. And that killed him. When we got that phone call from his aunt and then his girlfriend um, that, hey, father's on his deathbed. Do you want to come say something? Hmm. And we're, th we're, we're thinking we're going to we're either going to go down to Georgia or maybe California. We didn't know where he was. And when they're like, oh, we're 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 in Wisconsin. And when we mapped it. You know, the state, you know, I'm horrible geographically. I just know that it was like four in the state, four hours above us. When we mapped it, when we mapped it, and we learned that he was there, that, that he'd been there for yeah, five, yeah. six, seven years, whatever it was. Wow. Right. And that we were like, oh my goodness, this whole time we could have done a couple of visits. We could have done something, even though, even though he may not have wanted to fully like spend time with the grandkids, we could have just popped by and say, hi, and then gone again, mm -hmm. if he wanted that type of relationship. But for him to have made the decision like, okay, yeah, let's go up to that hospital. And then 30 minutes later, no, no, wow. you can't, your dad just died. You know, it's, it was wow. a lot for him. He, he, he said it, he goes, it's like I found my father finally, and then and lost then him, lost him, lost all, him. All, all over again. All in one. Yeah. All in one. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. That is something. So it's a power. The, the amount of forgiveness, the journey of forgiveness that he's had to go to go through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's difficult. That is. Difficult. And wow. that that's what the other parts of his family can't understand. Hmm. Mom and. The other, his brother can, because his brother came to um, California to see him buried or cremated, whatever. Um, mom and sister, rightly so, whatever they've gone through with him, but they just cannot understand the forgiveness aspect, aspect on this. Family, you know, yeah. always a jerk. More colorful words than that. All you know, once a jerk, always a jerk. Mm. How could you even think of, you know, forgiving? Yeah, yeah. forgiving. Yeah. And wow. because he, you know, because he did, it's kind of like, um, what's that word? That you're going against the family because, because, or you're not part of the family because you are forgiving. Forgiving that aspect. Wow. Yep. Wow. So yeah. So mm -hmm. he he went through a lot just just going having to you know because he had to get his he had to get the signatures too of his siblings in order to help. Um, bury his dad and that was a whole nother thing and they were just through that whole process he was just like this is man this man has been in my life in and out for the last 15 years and has never been a good in and out except for the first one and now I have to deal with this and I just don't know how to do I, I don't know I how do I how do we how, how do I get through this and that that was the whole thing you got to forgive and he realized mm -hmm. that I he did everything he could to to try to mend fences, even to the point of burying of burying him, and 
with his final wishes and all that. And still, at the end for him, there was really no closure because there is closure in the fact that he knew that God was helping forgive, but there's nothing on the fact like, did my dad ever love me type of a thing? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's always that question. It's always going to yeah. be that question. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man, goodness, man. Yeah. Um, no, they don't. They don't give us tissue papers because I need one right about now. <laughs> they don't give us that on here. I don't, I don't see it. So, Don, we need to have tissue papers, even though people don't see it. But we Tissues. Stories. <laughs> well, my goodness. Yeah. That's what I tell you, boy. You are one in a million. Your family's one in a million. My goodness. God bless you guys for that. Yeah. But we want to thank you. Uh, you have anything else, Don? No, no. Nothing else. All right. As always, thank you for that. Um, and we thank you once again for still being the pastor you are at Plantation, that you have these stories and how relatable they are to yeah, our people. To lives. Yeah, you know, to it, our lives. It's, it's, it's something how you get the responses. And I'm sure you do, that you get the response sometime at church, sometime later in the week, sometime a text or a phone call, that is mm -hmm. something similar. Mm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. For being that voice for in the midst because I mean regardless of the fact you should change your last name to Teflon. Really. <laughs> That'd be a good one. Yeah, you know, I mean, some someone came up to me and says, Pastor Jan, you kept referring to, well I've told this before, but you know, for this part I'll tell it again. And and they're like, I I, I never heard that before. I'm like, what part didn't you hear? And <laughs> and and or what part of those have you not heard? Yeah. And the individual said you know, it doesn't even really matter which one I didn't hear. It's the matter that it that you shared it. Amen. And I'm Amen. like, ah, okay. So for so for the record, this sermon was preached. Your second sermon at Plantation. This sermon which one? The, yeah, yeah. The, one, the the second sermon. The, her the testimony. Sermon at her testimony. Yeah. 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 Okay. My, my testimony you. was the. No, I should Just say it was okay. the third because that that began that was february of 2019 okay mm -hmm. Ain't that yeah well well once again we thank you as always you are now regular of the regular of the regular on, uh, <laughs> on the podcast with us <laughs> you i graduated you're, 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 yeah you're not a poster child <laughs> but it's taking over you, for right? the year that's what it yeah, is definitely boy she's believe me she's kidding 2023. Yeah, I tell you, a hard way, right? I tell you. Well, Pastor, as always, we thank you. Just leave us out in a word of prayer. We appreciate mm -hmm. it. Of course. Heavenly Father, thank you for always loving us, Father. Thank you always for your word that points us back to your truth, Lord. Thank you, too, for the experiences that you give us, Lord that underline what you've what you've told us all along in the bible father um thank you for life experiences that even though they might not be rosy lord that these life experiences draw us closer to you that these life experiences have drawn me closer to you father and that you've pushed me to to be transparent lord um, so that I may even learn things about myself, God. And Lord, I just ask for 2023, Lord, that you know what we have all gone through, um, what COVID has done, and what other things have done, Father. And 
Lord, we just want to start living because you are coming, Lord. And so we ask, I ask, Lord, for the strength to to keep on standing every single day, Lord, not knowing what the enemy is going to throw, but knowing, Lord, that you are going to catch us and hold us and continue to sustain us. So, Father, help us, Lord, help us live life for you. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay, well, hey, you know, yeah. somebody said, you forgot me. Yeah. But it's understood, though. Well, okay. ladies, I want to thank you Yeah. Uh, for that. Dawn, I know you'll be heading out next week, so you might as well let us know you'll be leaving. Yeah. So I'll be solo for, solo what, for a one, couple of weeks, uh, yep. A couple of yep. weeks, so I'm, I'm, I'm flying this plane. <laughs> I'm flying it. Yeah. Jesus is your co-pilot. That's right. That's right. I just see it going on. But Don, much love when you head on out there. Be safe as always. I will. And, will be- and also keep our prayers for all the sick and shut-in. Our pastor yeah. who will be coming back hopefully this Sabbath. And Amen. also keep your prayers. Keep your prayers ready. Brother Fred is going to be leading us out tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, yes. Then there's a prayer back to the altar. Yep. And we'll mm-hmm. be finishing up with the one at the end. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. All right. And of course, you know, you're going to have yours truly in that passage in. So we appreciate you as well as all. Awesome. What are, what are the dates for the um, week of prayer? We start on the 12th. For the 11th tomorrow. The 11th until the 21st. The Sabbath, is the 21st. 21st. Yeah. And it's not right. every night. It's every other no. night, correct? Every other, every other night, right. Okay. So we're With exception for Sabbath. Exception of course, yeah. Yes. yes. All right, yeah, guys. There we go. All yeah, the best. Yeah. All right. Continue praying for us. See you guys on the next podcast. Yes. Bye-bye.